everybody. Welcome back to It's a Twin Thing. We have a very special episode for you today because it is, well, I was going to say it's the best day of the year, but that's not really true. But it's World Theater Day, which is very exciting because we love theater. And so we wanted to celebrate with this special theater-themed episode. Okay, to start with, we are going to tell you some of our most embarrassing stories about theater because we've been doing theater for a long time because we're very old and so we've had a lot of embarrassing mishaps and bad auditions and things like that. Um, so we're going to tell you some of our embarrassing stories and if you are a theater person or know a theater person, comment below and tell us yours. You know, I feel like I have a lot of embarrassing stories, but I can't really think of any that you have. I know, I can't either. <laughs> That's I'm just perfect. I guess so. Um, well, I guess I can start with my worst audition story, because this is just a train wreck. <laughs> so I was probably 15, which at that point I had been auditioning for five years at least, six years maybe, maybe more, I don't know. But it had been a really long time, so it was kind of really stupid that this happened but I somehow just like completely forgot all audition etiquette so it was for this musical review at a local theater company so I was sitting in the waiting room waiting for my turn and then they called my name and I go back into the audition room but I forgot to bring my sheet music with me like I just left it in the lobby so Naturally, a normal person would say something like, oh, I forgot my sheet music. Let me go grab it real quick. But I just walked into the room and then realized I didn't have my sheet music. So instead of saying anything, I just turned around and ran out of the room to get my sheet music. And when I came out and I was like, I forgot my sheet music. And my mom was like, they probably think you got nervous and ran away, which was probably very true because I didn't look 15. I looked 11. So it would be pretty believable that I would have just gotten scared. Um, so that was not a good start. So then I go in and I give the accompanist my sheet music and they play the song and it all goes fine and whatever. And then I go to get my sheet music from the accompanist on my way out. And he had like a rice bowl of his dinner on the piano. And I reached for my she music and knocked his bowl of rice off of the piano all over the floor. And it like exploded everywhere and made this gigantic mess. It was so embarrassing. And I didn't know what to do. So I was just like standing there staring at him. And I don't even remember if I helped clean it up or I just left. I think I just left. But did you apologize? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, I think I kind of blocked that part out, but yeah, it was it was a very embarrassing audition. Needless to say, I did not get that role. Do you have any bad audition stories? I'm pretty sure I have a lot more. I think all of my bad audition stories were just because I did a bad job. That's not true. Yeah. Like, there were m multiple auditions where I would, like, get lost and I wouldn't start singing on time. And so then I would, like, have to ask the accompanist to start over or, like, because usually if you, when you go into a musical theater audition, you're supposed to, like, give them the rhythm that you want the accompanist to play the song at. And 
I was always so bad, the tempo, not the rhythm. Yeah, it's been a while. I was always, I mean, I have no rhythm. So I would just like kind of make it up and then they would like not play it at the right speed, which was my fault, not theirs, obviously. But then I would just like be all messed up. I've had multiple dance auditions where I fell over (laughs) during the dance. But one was because it was a, well, I can't remember if it was a tap audition or for some strange reason I was just wearing tap shoes. But I it was I was wearing tap shoes on carpet and the like screw in my shoe got stuck in the carpet and Oh, I remember that. What show was that? That for? was for the Polar Express. I did get that role. Oh yeah, I don't know why you were wearing tap yeah, shoes because there wasn't tap in that show. And then um there was also a, a different tap audition where this role I really wanted and um we went swimming with our best friends the day before the audition and I broke my toe in the pool and then I went into the tap audition because they, well, I had tap class that night that I went to to prepare for the audition because we called the doctor about my broken toe and they were like, there's nothing that we can do, but like wear hard sold shoes to give it support. And I was like, tap shoes are hard sold so I can go to tap class. That was not a good idea. I was in a lot of pain. I broke my toe once when we were in Annie, but not doing anything cool like swimming. I just was climbing on a chair to reach something off of a shelf, and then I hit my foot on it. You did not break your toe. Yes, I did. I do not remember that. It was like purple and blue, and yeah, I totally broke it. Okay. And then, and then I went to Annie rehearsal later that day, and I was an orphan in Annie, which is like a pretty dancey part and so and I was just like jumping around with my broken toe (laughs) well that show that show had a lot of stories because I was in that I was an orphan in that production of Annie also and um because the orphans are like ratty and stuff we had ratty clothes and my the sole of my shoe was broken and at first it was just a little bit but every night of the show it would just get a little bit worse and then there was one day where the sole of my boot just completely fell off (laughs) I remember that but you you might have had a broken toe during rehearsals but opening night you were thrown oh yeah yeah opening night of that show I was like deathly ill and like I didn't go to school because I was throwing up and then but then I like I wasn't gonna miss opening night so I went and the like, I I made it through the show, but it was not good. I think I sang your solos for yeah, you. Yeah, because when I... This is really gross, so cover your ears if you're squeamish. But when I get sick, I get, like, horrible sore throats, and I throw up at the same time. So I had, like, a terrible sore throat, and I couldn't really, like, talk or sing very well. So I told Aspen to sing my solos, and she did. Oh, Another time I was sick. <laughs> I get sick a lot, especially when I was little. Like, I would get sick every time I had a show. But this one show, it ran for a couple weeks, and I was getting over a cold near the end. I think it was, like, one of the closing weekend shows. And I was, like, mostly better, but I still kind of had a cough. And there's this one scene that was, like, I wasn't doing anything. I was just supposed to be sleeping. <laughs> and... I had to cough, but I didn't want to, like, ruin the scene because it was this dramatic song. And so I didn't cough. And then I, like, all of a sudden had, like, a coughing fit and couldn't breathe. And then I was, like, coughing for 90 seconds in the middle of the song. (laughs) What show is this? 
Honk. Oh, that's funny. Honk is a weird show. Yes, it is. Well, speaking of being sick during shows, we did a show that was like the train ride of the Polar Express. So it was at a railroad museum. So they would like ride the train around the museum and then they'd have like different scenes going on on the train and then outside the train. And this would run for, we did it for a couple of years and it would run for like eight weeks or something. And I had pneumonia a lot (laughs) during that. Um, So that was really fun because we would have three shows a night and part of it was outside in the freezing cold Colorado air. So I would be like jumping and dancing and like hacking my lungs out. So that was pretty interesting, but you have to just, um, the show must go on. But also in that show, so there's this scene where all of the kids who were the elves at the North Pole were on this bridge that was like above this big ditch. And (laughs) um, we were like welcoming the train into the North Pole and we had this big dance number on the bridge. Um, But we were at a railroad museum so it was a little bit dangerous so we had like five child wranglers or something that would come out with us and like super in the shadows yeah um and so one time after the scene the train had left and then i don't know how it happened but one of the child wranglers dropped their phone into the ditch <laughs> and so it, it wasn't it wasn't a ditch like you're thinking of like a couple feet down off the street. It was like a pit. Yeah, it was like, like a pit. Yeah, it was really big. But I didn't want to say pit because it wasn't an orchestra pit. Oh. It was like a literal pit. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a pit in the ground. So they needed to get their phone. And so they were like, we need an elf to go down into the pit. So then I got the lucky job of they like grabbed my hands and swung me into the giant pit so that I could go and (laughs) grab this person's phone and then like swung me back out of the pit like dragged you out yeah it was um a little bit of a nerve-wracking experience but they did that a couple like I feel like there were multiple occasions where somebody's like belt or hat like our costume pieces would fall into the pit and yeah I think you're right different kids would be like thrown into the pit (laughs) I'm surprised that no one got injured during that show because there were like kids crossing live train tracks to like get to different parts of the fake north pole and like crossing in between train cars while it was moving (laughs) yeah there is a lot of um interesting things that happened during that show I remember the very first rehearsal they were like don't worry, no elves will be harmed in our production. But I don't think anyone ever got seriously injured. Yeah. But there was definitely some um, questionable things that we did. But I think they do it a lot differently now. Because I think yeah. they have adults play the elves. And then I'm pretty sure they have kids play, like, the kids from the Polar Express. But when we were in it, they didn't have those characters. Yeah. But the kids are, like, safe on the train inside and not, like, going in pits. Yeah. But it was really fun. It was like, fun. We would sit in the train depot for eight hours a night with ten other kids. And they, I mean, the child supervisors, especially this one, her name was Heidi. And she was a, I think she was a teacher during the day. And she was, like, the nicest person ever. And they all just loved the kids. So we would just sit there and... They would bring us cookies every day and we would drink hot chocolate. Because they had so much hot chocolate left over every night. Yeah, because they would give it out to all of the audience members. Um, 
And yeah, it was really fun. It was fun. So what do you think is like your favorite show that you've been in or like favorite theater memory? Um, Stage Bugs. <laughs> yeah, I bet we have a lot of funny stories yeah. about Stage Yeah, I don't know bugs. if we can tell them. I guess if we don't use names. Yeah. So Stage Bugs is the nonprofit theater company that we run. We started it last year as theater summer camps and free community workshops because, I mean, we had a lot of really awesome theater experiences when we were little, but we also had a lot of nightmare ones, um, like being thrown into pits. Yeah. <laughs> no, that wasn't bad. I'm just kidding. Uh, I just think it sounds funny. And we wanted to make theater more positive and accessible to local kids, so we started Stage Bugs Theater, and then this year we turned it into a 501c3 so that we can offer pay-what-you-can classes and free workshops and scholarships. So shameless plug, but if you're looking for something to give some extra money to, we have a lot of kids who have applied for scholarships and we've exhausted our scholarship fund for this summer, so we're always in need of donations. Yeah. Um, but I digress. So what do you think is like the craziest thing that's happened at Stage Bugs? Because when you're directing kids in a show, you do not realize how much chaos it yeah. is. It's definitely interesting to be on the other side because like Aspen said, we had some interesting experiences being theater kids. And um, now some of the things that happened, we understand. Other things we can't understand how people could have possibly like treated kids like that. But we'll get into Big Bird in a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, the craziest thing that happened at stage breaks. I don't think we've had anything like crazy yet. Just like a lot of funny, like kids are just funny. Yeah. Well, last summer we did our camps outdoors and, um, you know how little kids can be sometimes. So there was a lot of, um, they couldn't do anything because whenever there was an ant, it was the end of the world. And then we had this girl who was always sick or hurt and she like one day she came up to us and she was like Miss Aspen Miss Ashley my wrist hurts so bad and we were like okay well do you want to sit out for a minute do you want to find some ice to put on and she was like I don't know it just hurts so bad but like I said she was always injured so we were like well she's probably fine so we were like okay well how about you try to keep doing the dance for a couple minutes and then if it doesn't get better, then you can sit out. And she was like, okay. So then she walked away and then she comes back a couple minutes later and she's like, my wrist still hurts really bad. But she was holding the other wrist and <laughs> Ashley said, I think it was the other wrist before. And she was like, oh yeah. And then switched hands and was like, my wrist hurts so bad. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and then in that same camp, we had this little girl who was so funny, but she was just the biggest little drama queen. <laughs> and, oh my gosh. Um, so sometimes we, this year we're doing our camps inside because outside was interesting. Um, but whenever it was hot, which it was the summer in Colorado, so most days it was hot they would like freak out and didn't want to do anything. <laughs> so we would take breaks every like three minutes and we had just finished our lunch break and we were 
rehearsing this one scene and well you tell it because I wasn't okay so we were rehearsing this scene and we had not even been in the sun for more than like three minutes and she was like I need to go get my hat I'm just gonna pass out if I don't put my hat on but she would like get her hat whenever she wanted it and then like be throwing it around and like trying to play tag with her hat and stuff and I was but we had said like five billion times when they were finishing their lunch that they needed to grab everything that they needed because we weren't going to be sending kids back because someone would have to go with them and then it would like hold up everything and camp was only four hours a day and we didn't have that much time to get through things and so I was like okay let's just finish this scene running through this scene and then I'll take you back to get your hat which the scenes the, sh the entire show was like 11 minutes long so the scenes were like a minute and a half and so I was like if you stop asking me about your hat then we will get through the scene and then we will go back and get your hat and she was like I just can't wait any longer and then she just pretended to faint just right there she was just like ah fell onto the ground and she very obviously was not actually fainting but she was just the biggest drama queen and like we obviously felt bad because we didn't want to be like killing them but they were fine and it wasn't that hot yeah that day it was only like 70 something because i feel like i remember i was wearing a jacket and so i was like i know you're not actually dying um but we have a kid in our show that we're doing right now who is similar to that drama queenness in that she thinks she's dying of starvation every five seconds yeah oh my gosh kids and snacks that was one thing that was quite the surprise to me was how they wanted to be snack time every second like literally we'll have only done stretches in this class and she'll be like is it snack time yet i can't do anything i'm too hungry and so we're always like make sure you eat before you come because right now rehearsals are an hour and a half and we have a snack time half an hour into them <laughs> so there's no reason that they need more than one snack but they just like can't function but one thing we've learned is that bribing kids with candy is like magic oh yeah <laughs> they i mean we've gotten pretty lucky that most of the kids are usually pretty well behaved but um sometimes they are not but if you like our last rehearsal for the show that we're doing right now they were being crazy and I just happened to have candy with me so I was like okay whoever listens the best for the rest of rehearsal gets a piece of candy at the end and it was like night and day they were just like little angels the rest of the rehearsal except for this drama queen girl who always wants it to be snack time she was like I don't like candy and we were like, okay, well, if you win, then we'll bring something next week that you do like. And she was like, okay, well, I like hamburgers and quesadillas. <laughs> and we were like, well, not sure we're going to bring those to next rehearsal. But it was pretty cute. Yeah. They're just so cute that you can't even be annoyed. They're like our dog. Like, yeah. Like, we tell these funny stories, but we're not annoyed. We think they're hilarious. Yeah. I think doing stage rugs has been my favorite theater experience. I mean, it does make me miss being on stage, but there's really just nothing like teaching kids. And like our first performance of our first show last summer, we were doing Peter Pan and 
it was just like the craziest thing. Like we were like, how on earth did this even happen? Like all these kids' parents actually let us teach them and look what they did. And like, well, cause we had wanted to like have our own theater company since we were seven and we would put on eight hour long productions of the Wizard of Oz in our basement with our Barbies. So <laughs> to like actually have real people in a show that we created was pretty exciting. Yeah. I hope that we're good teachers, but also like, I don't feel like I'm even a grown up, so I don't often feel like we're qualified to teach them. And then when you see them like actually, like not actually accomplish things, but like make progress. And like, like we've had kids who the first day that we met them were like super shy and had never done theater before. And then by the end of last summer, they were playing the leads in the show and were like in love with theater. And we were like, oh my gosh, we did that kind of yeah I mean we we just did a workshop on Thursday a theater workshop and we had this girl come who she started coming to our free workshops last year and then she did one of our camps and she had never done theater before the first workshop she came to and now she like comes to everything that we do and she was she signed up for a camp this summer and she was asking me about it and she saw a picture on our flyer from the camp she was in last year and was like I remember that. I missed that so much. That was just the most fun thing ever. And it's just so cool that like without us, they might have never started to do theater. And now I just imagine them being the leads in their high school shows and like the theater nerds and that. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound cocky because like probably they would have discovered their love for theater without us, but it feels like it's all because of us. (laughs) Well, and just we obviously don't have kids. So just like seeing kids learning and I don't know it's just really cool and we kind of in our first camp last summer we had this little girl and little boy who were the same age and um neither of them had done theater before but they both seemed like they fell in love with it and they kind of fell in love with each other so we're waiting to be invited to their wedding yeah (laughs) in like 15 years 15 probably like 20 they were only eight well, in 15 years, I'll be like 23. Yeah, but we're close to 23. I'm not getting married in three and a half years. Okay, well, our parents got married when they were 23. Oh my and you've gosh. known each other since you're eight. 15 years is a long That's time. That's true. The clock is ticking for Aspen. Yeah, hurry up. Okay. So single guys out there, if you're looking for an Aspen, yeah. <laughs> comment below. But enough about the sentimental stage bug stuff. We have to go back to explaining who Big Bird is. (laughs) Yeah. So Big Bird was our favorite teacher ever. Yeah. So we do these amazing summer camps at Stage Bugs. And they were inspired by the amazing summer camp experiences we had, which you can't see my face, but I'm being very sarcastic. Not Um, about our summer camps, I hope. Yeah. No, I'm being sarcastic (laughs) about the amazing experiences that we had. We did camp with this crazy lady who we will not name, but my parents called her Big Bird because she would always wear these ridiculous yellow dresses to the performances and she had really crazy curly blonde hair. And she was just a little bit of a nightmare. (laughs) Like she would just yell at us all the time. Like not just us, like all of the kids. And then she would, when you weren't in the scene, you would just sit in the hallway for hours and we did a few summer camps with her but the one there was this really really nice music director who actually liked us and then she got fired on the spot in front of all of the kids 
because she gave us a break and let us play a theater game instead of learning the music. And she, during the performances, if someone messed up one of the songs, she would like start scream singing over them to get them back on track. And then once the song finished, after she had like scream sung it, she'd be like, we're going to do that again because they can do better. And it was just like really stressful all the time. And um, I mean, I feel bad for this lady, I think, because when people are cranky like that, you think they must just have something unhappy in their lives. I don't know why we even went back and did more camps there because they kept doing shows that we really wanted to be in and nobody would do fun shows. And they were not as expensive as all the other summer camps. Yeah. So. I don't probably because think... they didn't pay for the rights to do the shows. That they did. Yeah, that's true. They did not. I don't feel like we ever had a good summer camp experience because we had those. And then I was doing a summer camp one time that I went to the first week of rehearsals and then got pneumonia. Yeah, I got pneumonia and I was in the hospital and didn't get to do the show. And then we did a summer camp where we were like really excited about it. And then after the second day, um, we had to go to visit our sick grandma. And I mean, not had to like, that didn't come out right. We obviously would have rather had yeah. been with her than in our summer camp. But like, it was just... We didn't want her to be sick and in the hospital. And it was a really, like, devastating time. And then we came back for, like, the last few days of rehearsal. And they let us still be in the show. But they, like, took away all our parts. <laughs> but we were, like, in the dances. But we didn't learn the dances. So then during the performance. Oh, this happened during the perf So we didn't really know the choreography. And they told us to just, like, follow along with the people next to us. And then during one of the songs we were supposed to like get in this formation at the end and this like giant teenage boy smacked me in the face on accident oh yeah and then you got a bloody yeah. nose <laughs> yeah that wasn't good yeah so i mean it's kind of funny that we love doing stage bug summer camps because we never really had yeah. a good summer camp that well i, I think remember. that's the point is now we want to make summer camps fun yeah make up for all of that yeah. our poor parents though because theater summer camps are so expensive and they spend so much money i'm sure on our many summer camp yeah. failures <laughs> the first the very first musical i did was a summer camp of cinderella and i was a mouse and i had a lot of fun yeah that was really cute but i auditioned for that and i didn't get in yeah which i think was really rude like or just like mean, like they, because the way they did the auditions was all the kids would just stand in a circle and they would like go around and give you a line to say and give you, a, and like everyone would sing at the same time and they would just like walk around and bend down and put their ears by their mouth so they could hear you sing. Yeah, so there was like no way for them to know. Yeah, and I just don't, I mean, we hate, like this happens a lot when we audition for things, they'll, they'll be like, well, you're twins, so we're not going to cast. Like we've literally gotten emails from people, from directors where they're like, you were both so good and I really want to work with you and come to all of these other auditions that I'm having, but I just couldn't figure out how to fit two people who look so much alike in my show. And then like one time we did a show where Ashley got the lead and I was cast as a swing which is like an understudy for multiple roles but then one of the kids quit that I was understudying for so then I played the role but the director was just like so like she could not get over that we looked too much alike and she just would like freak out about it 
like pretty much every rehearsal that like she, if we stood the same way she would be like you can't stand the same way she made actually like stay after rehearsals all the time to work with her on her voice so her voice would sound lower than mine um but then Aspen had glasses and a wig during the show and nobody had any clue that we were related. Yeah. And I don't mean to sound like I'm bragging, but like people were obsessed with us. It was in this tiny little mountain town and they had all of these newspapers that like wanted to interview us because they just thought we were like so hilarious and stuff. So the director was so opposed to us being in the show together, but everyone else loved it. Mm -hmm. And so it just goes to show you that you don't have to be so worried about yeah. twins. But Sorry, I totally interrupted you. What were we talking about? I was just going to say, like, generally we hate when people, they won't cast one of us or they whatever because we're twins. But in, just in the case of that show, because it was just a bunch of little kids and it was a summer camp and they were making money off of all the kids and none of the kids except for the, like, three leads really did anything. It was, they were grouped by ages and each group had, like, one song. Yeah. So there was really no reason at all why Aspen couldn't have been cast in the show, too. But anyways, oh well. Yeah. I think she's over it now, aren't you? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was so devastated, but also, like, I just thought Ashley was the coolest person ever when Aww. I went to see it. I was pretty starstruck and I was, well, I remember I was so excited like the first night, because I think there was two performances in the first night. I was so, so excited for you to come out and like to give you the flowers I had bought you and stuff. And I tackled you when you came out because I was so excited and then you yelled at me. I didn't yell at you, but you like attacked me. And so I said like, stop or something. And then she cried. Yeah, I cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we've talked a lot about our horror stories of being involved with theater, but do we have any crazy shows that we've seen or like crazy things we've witnessed being in the audience? Okay, this isn't this goes for like 80% of musicals and plays and really movies too, but I have this major issue with things where I just can't stand romance stories where the people just met. Like, Romeo and Juliet slash West Side Story. Like, come on. They literally just met 24 hours ago. And then they're like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. If I can't be married to you, I'm going to kill myself. We went to see a production of Carousel at a local theater last night. And it was really good. But I could not get over the fact that Billy and Julie met like an hour ago and then Julie was like giving up her job to like hang out with him. I just don't understand this thing. It happens all the time and it just makes me crazy and I cannot suspend my disbelief to watch a show where people are acting like their lives are going to be over or they're like ruining their lives to be with someone that they haven't known for more than two days. The Sound of Music is a really good example because Maria and the captain know each other for a long time before they fall in love. The first time we, the first couple times we saw The Sound of Music, I thought that if you haven't seen The Sound of Music, this isn't going to make sense. But in the beginning, Captain Von Trapp is engaged to this woman named Elsa Schrader. And then Elsa has a, or the captain has a friend named Max. The three of them like hang out together. And I really thought that Max and Elsa were married. Which I can see that because 
they have a lot of chemistry in most productions. Yeah. So I was like really, really confused for a while. Oh, I was just thinking because our dog just came in the room. Um, he used to have a major crush on Adina Menzel. Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> about that. Um, if you don't know who Adina Menzel is, look her up. <laughs> but you probably do because she was in Wicked. Um, she's also for it. the voice of Elsa in Frozen. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's what everybody probably knows. Yeah, her that's from. probably where you know her from. But anyways, he would, if we were watching like a movie that she was in, he would just like stare at the TV and like when we would play like soundtracks or like cast recordings from musicals she had been in, he would, what would he do? He was he like, would, like whine along with the song. Yeah, it was so funny. But it was only when it was her, nobody else that we would listen to. Yeah. And then she got married, I think, and he was pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if Pumpkin still has a crush on her. We should test that out. Yeah, we should. Well, thank you all for listening to our special Theater Day episode. And we hope you have a happy World Theater Day. And join us next week as we go back to our normally scheduled programming where we will be talking about why Ashley is going to get arrested. So be sure to listen in for that. Unless you're a cop or an FBI agent or a first grade substitute teacher. Yeah, more on that next week. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and comment below if you have any crazy theater horror stories. We would love to hear them. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.